Uh, trying to take Ted Cruz's Senate seat uses our line. What's that? I don't, we probably didn't invent it, but uh, we may have, though. So you got this likable uh, congressman running uh, to try to be the first Democrat senator for Texas in a long, long time mm. against Ted Cruz. And it's actually the early polling shows it a closer race than you generally get. Mm. Anyway, he was talking in front of a group of people. and He said, look, I'm in Congress. I understand there's a reason that Congress has an approval rating of around 9%. 9%. Communism is 10%. Gonorrhea is 8%. We're right in the middle. <laughs> That's kind of our line. Yeah, likable. Down with gonorrhea. Yeah. Right, ranks right with gonorrhea. Yeah. I agree with Ted Cruz all the time, but he's awfully dishy. He's, yeah, he's hard to take, but yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we, we agree on things. Yeah. By the way, did you see the NCAA stripped Louisville of their national title that they won years ago? And hundreds of wins. Beca- because their coach was uh, getting them strippers and all that sort getting of stuff. Getting tramps for recruits. So they stripped them of their wins. From 15 years First ago. First, they stripped off their underpants. Then they were stripped of their wins. No, the players didn't strip. The, the hookers stripped, and then the players <laughs> were stripped. No, that's not How, how does the NCAA not realize that that's not, a pun- that's not a deterrent? So I get to win a national championship, get all the acclaim and money and attention and everything like that, and then 10 years later you say it doesn't count? I'll take that deal. So what do you have to take down the banner or what? Yeah, but who cares? And give back some money, I guess. If I was a student at the college, I'd think, whatever, I was there at the time. It was awesome. Yeah, we beat everybody else. If I'm a player, I'm thinking (laughs) it was awesome. I won a national title. I went fifth in the draft. I'm in the NBA now. So we won a bunch of games, won our conference, won the NCAA tournament, but now it doesn't count because the coach got some skanks for recruits. A dozen years later, they say right. it doesn't count in the history books. Right. That's not much of a deterrent. Well, I am chastened. Yeah. I always thought that was funny that they do that with sports. Yeah, it's odd. I don't know what else you're going to do, but um, anyway. And the coach and the athletic director and everybody's probably long, long gone. Oh, yeah. So we talked to, uh, who was it with the WAPO we talked to yesterday? She was absolutely terrific. Bob Woodward. No. Um, it was about the, the, well, Russian trolling in the troll farms and the rest of it. And one of the stories we talked about at some length was this uh, o- older lady in Florida lives at the villages. Del Boca Vista. And is, uh, <laughs> was a Trump fan. And she got duped by a Russian agent into organizing a pro-Trump golf cart parade rally, which is Pretty damned funny, really. And she was a Trump fan anyway, and it was harmless and blah, blah, blah. And part of the story mentioned that she had a a, a Hillary prison jumpsuit, (laughs) which is, you know, Granny, look, you're living on a fixed income. You're there in the villages. And don't you have something better to spend your money on? But if I recall, so the, the, the Russian organizes this thing. She's the only one that's there. He doesn't show. Oh, no, no, a bunch of 30-some of her friends showed up well, the Russian, in their golf carts. The Russian doesn't show right, up. Right, correct, yeah. And he asked her if you if they wanted any of the prison Hillary jumpsuits, and she said, I have my own. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. So, <laughs> Which is kind of funny. So, Positive Sean, with a follow-up here, what happened? So, this, this seems to be a, well, it doesn't seem to be, this is a CNN reporter going to the home of, a, of an elderly woman who was involved with one of these... Uh, kind of Russian Facebook fake, right? Unwittingly, uh, as far right. as we can tell, and it just strikes me as bad journalism. And this, it's uh, you're. I'll, I'll just play it. I'll let the tape okay. speak right. be for itself. Cool. Part of it, and this is a cover up. What? 
you well, saying they, that's they, not true or what? Uh, the Russians, I don't care if they were uh, involved or not. That's That to me is the least important thing. But they were involved with you. Did you guys know that? They weren't involved with us. Let's, you know, just make sure that you report it correctly that, you know... But you guys were involved with being patriotic, right? Very, very patriotic, but not... Being patriotic was the group that contacted and helped organize some of these activities that you posted on your own Facebook account. Th those were legitimate. Those were Russians. They were not Russians. I don't go with the Russians. That on, group was Russian. I have nothing to do with the Russians. The well, groups, apparently you the, did. No. Maybe you didn't know it, but oh, you did. When you're talking like this, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Well, I'm talking what's Those what's people based on that the were with me were all Trump supporters. Very, very much so. And okay? all apparently following the direction of groups that were associated with Russians who were BS. actually infiltrated. BS. BS. And please, please report that. I don't believe that. That's bull****. I know all the people that were with me, okay? You, you tell they them, They were Danny. at my meetings. They're all... Right. Trump okay. Supporter. So this lady's got a bunch of old friends, and they all like Trump, and they dress, they put bunting on their golf carts, and they parade <laughs> around. And some Russian at some point encouraged it and told her, "Hey, you ought to have a." So they had yet another whatever. And so CNN's trying to make this this old gal out to be some sort of Russian agent or get her to admit something. Everybody at the rally was her friends. Yeah, as it turns out, Russian provocateurs were encouraging it. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Leave Granny alone. So you was your bully. feeling that uh, the reporter was going a little too far with that? Or? that I don't understand how that's... Like, even if you take the elderly part out of it, right? Like, going after somebody who was the victim of an internet scam or any scam, right? With the assumption that they are complicit in it. And they got you like, to do something Or even you, if it's just your tone implying that but, they're right, complicit. But they yeah. got you to do something you wanted to do. Right, yeah. So, what, you know, what have you done wrong? And, and I just don't think, I, I think that is a low journalistic standard. I would agree. And a, well, CNN is pathetic. A big part of my motto for this year is be better. Everybody needs to be better. Like I journalists, do. politicians, me individually, everybody needs to be better. Because it's, it's <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That's not good journalism. That's, yeah, that's that's pathetic. <laughs> yeah, what do you want the old woman to do? Fall to the ground weeping? Oh my god! Hey, CNN, go to some... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I cut you off there. That was going to be a charming recreation of what might have happened. <laughs> hey, CNN, you know, go to uh, go to some nice uh, Mexican-American family's house that's been rallying for immigration policy I wouldn't want, and, uh, and, and, and ask them to answer for the fact that some really objectionable uh, organizations that hate America were encouraging that rally. And as that nice Mexican-American family tries to explain to you, well, look, I just believe this. It was me no, and no, no, my it was, neighbors. It was a communist that organized no, this. No, 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 you don't there understand. Was a, we know, was hey, you don't understand. I know for a fact it was communists that organized but this. But it was me and my neighbors saying what we believe. So you're just refusing to admit that it was communists that organized this. Yeah. It's the same thing. Go to hell, CNN. You suck. That would be You a, suck out loud. You know who sucks the most? <laughs> Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> Never forget, he finished with negative money on Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> Never forget! Never forget. God, and I could have put my hands on him at the Republican convention. Oh, I wish I you had. passed him in the hallway, and there was my chance. That was my my opportunity. I could have had my hands around his throat before anybody noticed. You don't have a bitch. I've, I've talked to people who are... I don't have any need to hurt Wolf Blitzer. He, he, he looks like a soft little fella, for one thing. But I have people... I know people who are way more like ideological and adamant than me. 
And they say he is an incredibly sweet and kind human being. Yeah, we've heard that a bunch of places. He's just incredibly annoying. <laughs> Don't take away my hatred. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, who are you to steal my hatred? Uh, but CNN is an embarrassment to humanity. Humankind is embarrassed for you, CNN. It's, All right. it's things like that which enable people to call you fake news. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You're not doing yourself any favors when you do that sort of thing. So a very quick serious note that I have a bunch of light stuff for the next segment that I think you will enjoy. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. Uh, this is the thing, apparently. A bunch of people at a uh, bunch of kids at C.K. McClatchy High School in Sacramento, California, stayed home yesterday. Police sent extra officers as an Internet uh, rumor caught fire that there would be a shooting at school, that somebody had threatened a shooting. In fact, that somebody was named. The coppers went to their house and asked them a bunch of questions and said, no, there's no threat here at all. And it's not true, blah, blah, blah. But attendance was down by about 100 students. Wow. Tuesday morning. Additional parents pulled their kids, uh, arrived to pull their kids out of school after they arrived, having heard the Internet rumor. Well, you know, it contributes to that in addition to, uh, you know, just everybody being jumpy about this. When you hear that legitimate threats were passed along to the police and the FBI and everybody else and nobody did anything. So when the authorities say to you, oh, no, 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 it's fine. Don't worry about it. You as a parent are thinking it's one day of school. My kid's staying home. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't blame them. You know, I, there we were days that. in the past where I might have said something about, you know, paranoia or something like that and not you being didn't. able to recognize rumor from something important. But. We can't react to every rumor that way. Or no, every no. high school kid who doesn't want to school will fi- go to school. We'll figure that out. So a lot of the pay inequality for women argument is silly and it's based on fallacies. But I tell you who's really getting discriminated against? The bitches. I mean female dogs. Pay disparity and workplace discrimination against female dogs. Cool. <laughs> Stay with us. And then uh, I, I got to have Baxter as a correspondent, my dog. I could turn that into the big CNN's big front page giant letters headline today about how bad the Hollywood Me Too problem is. It's uh, CNN? They're what did embarrassing. I say? USA Today. Oh. Oh. That's what I meant. Ah. Uh, their giant headline. I mean, like three inch letters. Wow. How bad is Hollywood's Me Too problem? Okay. We'll get to that. So, first, the bitches. Then the ladies. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Michael. Way to go, bro. The B is back. I love this tune, too. I was playing some Elton John for my kids the other day, and they were digging it. How do you not? Crocodile Rock? Kids love Crocodile Rock. I think uh, Elton considers that song a bit of an embarrassment. It is. (laughs) (laughs) The kids love it. I remember listening to Elton John's greatest hits as a kid. That's right. My parents bought it. That's how old he is. Yeah. Yeah. You ever heard his... uh, I can't remember if that's the right show, but it was there's there's some tape that exists of his uh, very very early show. It was like at the Troubadour in Los Angeles in 1971 and stuff like that when he was the wild you know piano banging lunatic with a rock and band and all. Oh my God, was he great! 
you know, it's like we were talking about before. Don't the don't listen to the music after they're a legend. Listen to the music that made them a legend. But anyway, this has got to be an internet rumor that the Russians started. Good one. I've seen online that the high school shooter's AR-15 can be traced to Holder's Fast and Furious mistake. That's got to be a Russian thing, right? Got to be. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how many millions of people will forward that on to somebody? Yeah. Or bring that up at a backyard barbecue? Yeah. 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 That's going a little obscure for the Russians, but anyway. So, you know, I finally summarized uh, what was going on with that CNN bullying that old lady uh, tape. He was trying to get her to admit that the Russians had duped her and her friends into doing exactly what they would have done with the people they would have done it. And she needed to admit that the Russians were behind it. But she wouldn't. I don't want to talk to you. That's bullspit. (laughs) Now collect your belongings and leave my home. (laughs) Oh, boy. On a lighter note. You got your West Middle. Um, you got your Westminster Kennel Club. Yeah, the the dog show was like a week or or so ago. And yeah. give it, me the Bichon Frise. Did that jump the shark like the hot dog eating contest and a number of other things? Because it, it used to be like a or the spelling bee. It used to be like a national holiday, practically the Westminster Dog Show. Everybody's talking about it now. I hear it announced and didn't even know it was on. Yeah, skip it and watch Best in Show instead. The movie. <laughs> Um, so, uh... How much do you think I can bench press? You ever put a pipe in his mouth and, like, a little Sherlock Holmes hat? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, uh, apparently certain activists are up in pause about the, uh, Westminster Kennel Club thing, and I'm a little late to this party, but the fabulous Mark Stein wrote about this. Um, I have an inbred dog that has physical problems due to years of... Weird breeding. A pug. Can't breathe. There he is. You have to get operations done. We're probably going to have to get an operation done on ours. When it gets older, you have to get an operation so it doesn't die. Sean, I'm going to ask you to stop that because it's making me, it's freaking Humans me out. Humans created a beast that needs to be operated on so that it can breathe enough to live. Nice job, humans. Oh, speaking of humans and dogs, so uh, Greg, who's um, a professional dog trainer, has become a friend. He's over for another session with Baxter yesterday. It was amazing to watch. We may have to do a video or something. And and I just I regret not knowing more when I trained my first couple of dogs. And I wish I'd known what I know about training dogs when I was raising kids. Because it's just... The, hmm. There's so many similarities, honestly, between training dogs and kids and athletes and the rest of it. And, you know, different dogs and different kids respond to different, you know, styles of coaching and the rest of it. But just it would have really helped in parenting to see how gently you can do things and still be effective. More pepperonis? Yeah, well, that too. Just constantly feed treats into their mouths. No, um, <laughs> not just... It's it's really interesting to watch, and it's it it does extend from from dogs to people, um, and and a lot of it's kind of counterintuitive too. But anyway, more on that uh, at another time because I find it really interesting, and maybe I'll do a podcast or something. I think for everybody who are into dogs. I think everybody would be interested in that, well, especially yeah. if it relates to kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. And like I say, I was you know, if only I had the the wisdom of now and the energy of then. 
uh, to raise my kids. But but you think, know. so you could have my situation where you don't have the wisdom or the energy. Wow, no, you're selling yourself. <laughs> you're a perfectly good slouch. <laughs> so anyway, where was I? Oh, yes, the West Coast. You know what would be funny? I don't know if they can do this. Uh, uh, just an idea off the top of my head. Why didn't he put the blood on, put on one of those Sherlock Holmes hats, and put a little pipe in his mouth? Are they ever allowed to do anything like that, dress up a dog in a funny way? No, that's, uh, that's not quite what the uh, purpose of these shows is. But it would, I think it would really get the crowd going. You know, you know what I mean? The Sherlock <laughs> Holmes hat yes. with the pipe. I don't know if you could make it look like smoke's coming out of the pipe. I think that would be a little dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Willard. Great Fred Willard. Oh, my God. Public One of my masturbator years. Fred Willard. Why would you do that? Why would you effing say that? I knew you were going to say that. I only say it because it makes you mad. Wow. Wow. I apologize to Let's Fred see. Willard because it's unfair. But Note to Greg, train Baxter to bite Jack. <laughs> so here's oh, Reuters reporter Stephanie Kelly. Lifting the veil on the canine glass ceiling. After the German Shepherd rumor won the top prize at last year's Westminster Kennel Club dog show in New York, she had her first litter of puppies and retired from competition, like many female show dogs. By contrast, most top male show dogs can keep competing for years, and it's no coincidence that they also win best in show far more often than females. Female dogs, known in purebred circles as bitches, have sn- and by rappers, that's what rappers call them as well, <laughs> have snared best in show at Westminster around 39 times since the war, blah, blah, blah. Males about 71, almost twice as often. And a dog's peak age for competition is three to five years old, which happens to be prime breeding age for females. People don't like to campaign females because they don't like to jeopardize their breeding program, etc., etc. What's their ultimate point? Well, that the world is unfair to but the bitches. One one difference between humans and dogs. Well, I can come up with several differences between humans and dogs. <laughs> wow. Number of legs. <laughs> There's one. <laughs> but uh, the dogs don't even know they're in a competition, let alone a lot of other things that would make them sit around and be sad. That they know they're doing something. <laughs> that they're being cheated somehow. Right. See, right. if you win or lose as the dog in that competition, you're not even aware of it. More unfairness, depending on the breed. A female dog in season, that means Jack, ready to get it on, Mm -hmm. will shed her coat and her underpants, leaving her less impressive looking than male peers. So this is all about how unfair it is to female dogs, that they don't have as... It might as well well be Harvey Weinstein production. They don't have an equal shot at winning the, the championship. And it makes me sad. Wow. Female dogs don't deserve a lifetime supply of puppy chower or whatever the prize is for right, competition. Right. Discrimination. <laughs> and are they concerned that the term bitches is somehow offensive? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't, well, I don't know. They probably do. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, President Trump listening to proposals to tighten up gun controls, some of what he is considering, coming up in minutes on Armstrong and Giddy. Yeah, I, I want to hear that. I, I want, I'll be interested in how far Trump goes, because he's a wild card in all this. Well, he's not a Republican. He's a lifelong Democrat from New York. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So I'm looking at an AR-15 up on the TV screen. What are they? Is this an ad? Is this a news story? What are they about to tell me? It appears to be a news feature. It's the distinguishing characteristics of the aforementioned rifle. Uh-huh. 
Or is it an ad? I'm waiting to see. Hmm. All the various shootings it was used in. Right. I think it was a news feature. Which I'm all for educating if they're uh, if everybody's being accurate, trying to figure all this out. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, we got a rally underway in front of Florida's Capitol building. Thousands of people are now there for the Never Again rally led by students from the high school targeted by that shooter last week. Former astronaut Mark Kelly's on hand, telling the students... Figure out a good plan for you guys. You know, stay the course. Just understand this. Change, change takes time. But you're having an enormous impact. Kelly's wife, Gabrielle Giffords, was shot by a gunman in 2011. Kelly going on to tell the students that they are the future, they will be voting soon, and that's what the lawmakers really care about. You know, it's probably worth pointing out, uh, and just it illustrates Mark Kelly's point that it's going to be a long effort, and he didn't say it, but complex, is his wife was shot by a profoundly mentally ill man yep. uh, with a handgun. Oh, okay. The White House has cast President Trump as having been swayed by the school shooting in Florida, now willing to listen to proposals for tighter gun controls. Trump tweeted last night indicating he wants to strengthen background checks, but he didn't offer any specifics. Yesterday, when White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders was asked if Trump might consider reinstating the automatic weapons ban, she said, We haven't closed the door on any front. Later today, Trump's going to host parents, teachers, and students at the White House for a listening session, including people affected by mass shootings. That's going to be around 1 o'clock uh, West Coast time. Yes, Sean? Is there going to be, I assume, the like the press report's going to be, is that going to be streamable, or is it just going to be reported on after the fact? Do you know anything? I have seen some updates saying that they're going to start uh, uh, broadcasting okay. at, at uh, around, as I said, 1 o'clock our time. So that may be a live stream until they cut it off, or may just be introductory remarks. I'm not sure. To point this out again, yeah. and I, I didn't know this till yesterday, there was an attempt to reinstate the assault weapons ban in 2013 when Democrats controlled the Senate. And it went down in a vote 60 to 40. Wasn't even close with Democrats in control. So it's not just a matter of if we could get the evil Republicans out of the grip of the NRA. There's a lot of Democrats right. that are in states where people hunt and whatever that, that don't want those limits. So it's, 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 it's a tough one. If that's what you want, that's a tough thing to do. Now, in this particular instance in 2013, the Democrats, I think, overreached. They tried to make more guns that would fall under the title of the description of an assault weapon, assault rifle. Um, And that might have been the reason it went down, as opposed to the original assault weapons ban from 94 to 2004. They they overreached, perhaps. You'd think, though, having failed with that bill, they could just scale it back a little bit, make it a little more modest, and get those, I think it was 15 Democrat no votes to switch, but they didn't. Right. Meanwhile, authorities are expected to provide details of a thwarted plot by a student for a mass shooting at a Southern California high school. Sheriff's officials say a security guard at a high school in Whittier overheard a disgruntled student threatened to open fire on the school on Friday, just two days after the attack on the school in Florida. A sheriff's spokeswoman says deputies found multiple guns and ammunition after searching the student's home. Again, they're supposed to have a presser on that later today. Reverend Billy Graham, who is known as America's pastor, has died at his North Carolina home at age 99. He was considered to be one of the greatest Christian evangelists in history in a 2005... Wow, that's that's uh, quite a thing, although it's clearly true. He was no Peter, but go on. In a 2005 NBC News interview, Evangelist Graham was asked what people should remember him for. I'd like for you to say that I was faithful to his message, to God's message, 
I want to be faithful to the very end because I want the end to be as fine as the beginning. Billy Graham, dead at 99. You know, it's worth observing that uh, 40 years ago, he was a 60-year-old. That's a hell of a thing. Yeah. Um, You look at some of the uh, rallies from way back in the day. They're YouTube videos. And because he is so old, there's stuff going way, way back. Right. But particularly in the South, he would fill football stadiums. They put 100,000 people in there to come watch him talk. Hey, Michael, give me audio capability over here, would you? Empower me. I've been disempowered. Oh, I'm empowered. In all the choices and decisions of your life, there must be a change in your attitude toward yourself. No longer are you egocentric. No longer are you selfish. No longer is everything done just for self and to please self. There must also be a change in your attitude toward your neighbor. You must love your neighbor as yourself. That's 1957, Billy Graham. I tried that. My neighbor didn't appreciate it. Did he invent that style of speaking? Or did uh, Paul? Did Paul invent that style of speaking? I, I don't. <laughs> you know, I've been looking for Paul on YouTube. I haven't found when him. When he went around and he was talking to the Galatians, he talked just like that? Uh, I do not know. <laughs> um, uh, well, you know, I don't know. Uh, well, uh, tangent time. Uh, the whole southern preacher style, the holy roller, the tent revival thing yeah. is uh, amazing if you watch those videos. And some do exist of like in the early days of uh, film. Um, and, and there's H.L. Mencken's written about it. It was wild. But he was kind of... I, he had toned it down. Yeah, he had made it a little more mainstream, right. not deep southy. And right. there's no, the, am I correct? There are no skeletons in his closet or no scandals associated with him? I don't like think a, so. A lot Other of the than, big names from that world, you know, uh, fell big. Right. Um, but I, I don't I don't recall any scandals with Billy Graham. No, he was not a phony, baloney, right. philandering type. There, I remember there are a couple, he was uh, close to a, such and such, who such and such, but I don't didn't uh, didn't fly around in a million dollar plane going to exotic locations like a lot of those people and that sort of thing. I don't I don't know. Honestly. Not that I'm aware of. I don't know of any scandals no. associated with Billy Graham. No. Yesterday we heard that a couple of drinks a day help people live longer, live into their nineties. Well, today we have a cautionary you know, oh, message God. about Here drinking, we go. or or just a complete contradiction of what you bored us with yesterday. <laughs> no, you didn't bore us. People that actually made me very happy. Yes, that's right. Today, it turns out heavy drinkers are putting themselves at risk of dementia. That's according to the largest study of its kind ever conducted. Excessive alcohol use can more than... being the key word. Anybody who doesn't understand uh, the difference between, you know, a little and a lot is too stupid to help. So yesterday, you saying moderate drinking is good for you, and you today saying excessive is bad for you. There's no contradiction there. That's a mixed message. Yeah, mixed message. One said alcohol good, (laughs) other said alcohol bad. Yeah, which is a good or bad? What am me to do? Excessive alcohol use can more than double a person's risk of all types of dementia. The research published in the Lancet Public Health Journal, though, also suggests that people who are moderate drinkers are facing possible long-term consequences. A lot of, of qualifiers their, there. Uh, <laughs> a lot so of qualifiers You remember when college boys were soaking in tampons and vodka and putting them in their heineys? I that don't. was a bad no, idea. I, there, I don't No, remember. I don't. Yeah, no, we talked never. about it. Was there There's a name a, for no. that drink? I don't oh, want to know it. That's like it a, is that a Roman candle or something? <laughs> I don't know. What is it with you college boys? Why don't you go to class and study? That sort of behavior could be injurious to your long-term health. And Right. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Conscience of the Nation.
Call it a we call it a Greek martini or something. <laughs> Isn't don't call it that. Isn't being drunk just kind of early dementia training, anyways? Uh, wow, what, nice. what am I? What yeah. I open the fridge for? <laughs> wow, ladies and gentlemen, the comedy stylings of positive Sean. Who is this on the? Who did I call? Who is this? Who is, you call me. <laughs> I said what last night? <laughs> the petering out coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Yes, someone hit us with the great Homer Simpson quote. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Mm, brilliant. Line we have repeated many times off the air. One of mostly... I think about those. Why do the things that happen to stupid people keep happening to me? Mm. That's my favorite Homer Simpson quote. <laughs> <laughs> I live it every day. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> so look how big these numbers are on this. Th- that's big. That's that is very big, big print on a newspaper. That's the sort of print you have on a newspaper to get people's attention. War! Right. It's usually that size this print like for that. Yeah. Three-inch letters. It says 94%. How bad is Hollywood's Me Too problem? This is another example of our inability to have any nuanced conversations about anything in America. Which is unfortunate. A startling 94% say they've experienced some form of sexual harassment or assault in their careers in Tinseltown. 94%. The next sentence being, the misconduct can range from unwanted sexual comments and groping to demanding that women disrobe at an audition or forcing them to do a sexual act. Oh, my God. Everything from, God, I haven't gotten laid in six months. This is killing me. To, I'm raping you. It's all the same statistic. Right. Okay. You, you'd you have to be an idiot to loop, lump all those together and think that number does you any good whatsoever. Well, it's a useless number. It's completely useless, yet it is three inches tall on the front of USA Today. It's just frustrating because it obviously is a real problem, a much sure. bigger problem than I had any idea of, or I think most people had any idea of. Um, but the whole... So in Hollywood, you're an actress around in, you know, everything goes party in Hollywood. Somebody made some sexual comments. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that much. If you if you go to L.A. and try to get into that business and think you're going to be able to avoid that, that might not be the right job for you. Somebody says something that strikes you as distasteful. However, okay. all that other stuff, most of all that other stuff should never happen, and the people should be jailed. In some yeah. cases, they should be shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there you oh, go with that. Yeah, i tell you what. So uh, listen, I just want to close a couple of tabs here, wrap up a couple of things, including the uh, list of presidential scholars, Democratic, Republican, and independent others that we talked about earlier from uh, the New York Times. You know, putting aside assassinations, you know who clearly, clearly got screwed by history among presidents? H.W., George H.W. Bush. His lowest rank was on Democrat, liberal scholars who put him 18th among the presidents. Republicans have him at 11th. Independents have him at 11th. I mean, he's damn near in the top 10 presidents. 
effectiveness, wisdom, character, the rest. Never gets mentioned. And he never gets mentioned because the kookala from Texas, Ross Perot, ran and divided the vote and got Billy Jeff Clinton there. (laughs) That's part of it. I mean, you know, trying to have a fourth term of the same party is a tough nut. A lot of lot of one termers followed two termers, blah blah. Um, or has that ever has that ever happened? Yeah, yeah, it has. I remember once we claimed it hadn't. And somebody said, uh, "What about this, this, and this?" And I was like, oh, yeah. how far back would you have to go? I don't know. I've told you this that our final exam in history class as a senior in high school, Westmont High School, Westmont, Illinois, um, was uh, all the presidents in the years of their terms, memorizing them. Which some people thought was stupid, and some people I've mentioned it to think, that's stupid, that's a waste of time. But it wasn't. It was incredibly useful until it kind of faded away in my memory, and now I don't, I've got a vague recollection. I can't tell your Polk from your Fillmore, honestly, but how about that? H.W., damn near a top tenor with, with the Adams and Truman, Reagan, Eisenhower, both Roosevelt's, Jefferson, Washington, Lincoln. And H.W., who couldn't get a second term because of Ross G.D. Perot. Yeah, well, screwed by history. Well, and the uh, no new taxes, uh, read my lips, and then he raised taxes. But, you know. Which you could take the, as a positive. A pragmatist. He was a guy yeah. who said, you know what? Yeah, I said that on a campaign trail, but now that I'm here, I realize that it would be a mistake. Or the point of view was, yeah, he said that to get elected, but sure. he's a freaking liar. Yeah, well, you, so, can, you, know, you can take that. Eye of the beholder, huh? Mm-hmm. Screwed by, that was screwed by history with <laughs> Joe Getty. Him, him and the backup for, uh, name escapes me, the baseball player, the iron horse. Uh, Lou Gehrig. Lou, Lou Gehrig. Got him and the backup to, to Lou Gehrig. Those are your screwed by history people. Yeah, yep. Strong and Getty are getting ready for final thoughts. I used to know his name too, but here's your host, Joe Getty. Uh, Let's get a final thought from everybody. Hey, Positive Sean, your final thought? Yes, uh, my very first, that would make it the premiere episode of of Talking Movies with a a friend of the Radio Ranch, Big Al, was posted on the website. We were discussing Black Panther. Just trying to put on our Siskel and Ebert hats a little bit. Just talk a little movies. Go check it out. Let me know what you think. Armstrongandgettyradio.com. That's that the, the one. place to go for now. Okay. Marsha Phillips, final thought. I got to tell you, I am a single man with simple needs, and I have now grown to appreciate the availability of going home and taking a nap and being able to do it. Oh, yeah. Mm. As yeah. far as other folks with kids and everything else who cannot never get enough sleep. No. I haven't had a nap in a long, long time. Really? Mm. Uh, naps are good. Oh, they are. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. Michelangelo, final thought? Yeah, thank you to the many texters who pointed out to me that there is an arrow on the speedometer which points to the side of the car where the gas tank is. You've saved me at least two hours of searching. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen one of those YouTube videos of somebody pulling up to the pump, then backing up, turning around, pulling up, and just getting it on the wrong side over and over again? Yeah. Hilarious. Jack, your <laughs> final thought? Yes, we have uh, a listener who heard our story about the amount of poo in San Francisco and decided to do some videotaping for us. Oh, boy. So we've got at the website some first-hand video of human droppings on the streets of San Francisco. Well, thank you so much for doing that. Intrepid reporter. Watch with your kids. Wally Pip was Lou Gehrig's backup. My final thought, Mr. Pip, was uh, actually one of my first thoughts of the show to quote uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, our freedom-loving quote of the day, let me never fall into the vulgar mistake of dreaming that I am persecuted whenever I am contradicted. Mm. 
prescient, Mr. Emerson. Pretty good for a guy whose middle name is Waldo. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Nice criticism. So many people who thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. If there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Y'all do a great job of keeping an eye out. Yeah, you do. Hey, we got Tim the Lawyer on the program tomorrow. He's got yes. a new book out that is fantastic. We'll also talk to him about some of the big Supreme Court cases that are being looked at. That's tomorrow on the Armstrong and Getty Show. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. So, uh, no, we're not talking about that. So, in any event... Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.